I would like for you to go to 2 Peter for me. 2 Peter 3. We're going to read verse 14 through 18. 2 Peter 3, verse 14 through 18. Hey there, good to see you. And I want to welcome everybody that's here and welcome everybody that's online. I believe this message is going to be a awesome uh, revelance to us and help us to understand where we must stand. I've been speaking from the subject, be seated. And, and when I say be seated, learning to be seated, the Bible says we are seated in heavenly places above all rule, above all powers, above all things. And so um, I'm going to do a, a part two, be seated. And I want us to help understand our defense, our defense. I updated that PowerPoint, non joke. And uh, if you if you can't find the mouse at the clicker, maybe will be good. Hallelujah. Mm. Good to see you, Lainey Bain. Hallelujah. 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 Second Peter three fourteen through eighteen, and it reads. Therefore, beloved, looking forward to these things, be diligent to be found by him in peace without spot and blemish. And consider that the long suffering of our Lord is salvation. And also our beloved brother Paul, according to the wisdom given to him, has written to you as also in all the uh, epistles, speaking in them of these things which uh, in which are some things hard to understand which untaught and unstable people twist to their own destruction. They do also the rest of the scriptures. Verse 17. You therefore, beloved, since you know this beforehand, beware lest you also fall from your own steadfastness, steadfastness, being led away with the error of the wicked. But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to him be the glory both now and forever. Amen. Can you say amen? Father, I ask you to speak this morning. If you don't speak, I have nothing to say. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your kindness. Touch your people. Open the ears that they may hear what you have to say in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, I want us to understand that there are only two things that you always want to grow in. There are two things, and you can write these down. You don't, listen, you don't grow. I hear people say we're growing to the anointing. You, you really don't necessarily grow into the anointing. You are, you are anointed because of who's in you. You grow in capacity based on the, watch this, the grace and the knowledge. The capacity of the anointing grows when you grow in grace and knowledge. So the biggest things that you need to be trying to grow in is what? Grace and knowledge. That's why he says, but grow in the great verse 18 said, but grow in the what? Grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Paul went on to another scripture and he said, listen, grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge. So he's telling you, he keep rewinding in the scriptures what what makes you grow. What makes you grow is knowledge and grace. Are you all hearing what I'm saying? So it's not so, oh, they're anointing. It's not that, really. 
you know, we, we got our little church. Like, Ooh, that brother anointed. Mm, you know, I'm anointed too. Next time somebody say, you know, I'm anointed, tell them I'm anointed too. <laughs> it's just grace. <laughs> it's just capacity of the grace. Amen. And so I, I, w- I want you to know that. So the Bible is telling us, listen. You, therefore, beloved, since you have uh, known this beforehand, beware lest you also fall in your own steadfastness. So there's a steadfastness of God and there's a steadfastness of yourself. Now, what is steadfastness? Uh, uh, you don't have my clicker. Just, you, you can just click for me. Thank you, Nanzo. Hit, hit the next one for me. Steadfast. What does steadfast mean? Firmly fixed, in place, immovable, not subject to change. The steadfast doctrine of original sin. uh, These are just examples. Firm in belief, determinants or adherence. So steadfast is saying you are you are uh, determining you. you, You're firmly fixed in a place. You're firmly sound in what you believe. So the Bible is telling you, be steadfast, be diligently steadfast. Okay, Be steadfast. He says, since uh, you noticed beforehand, least you be steadfast in your own understanding. So God is trying to get us to be stained and still in him. To be solid and determined in him, immovable in him. Somebody say immovable. Steadfast in the doctrine, in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I'm going to shock some of us and some of our doctrine. Just shake it just a little bit this morning. Okay. There is no battle that God has told you to do beyond just standing. (laughs) See, I used to be one of those casting devils and all kinds of stuff. I cast them out of hell and all kinds of stuff. And and a lot of that stuff, you got to understand, is what we've learned. There you go, learn behavior again. Learn behavior. Now, do we cast out devils? Absolutely. But what I want you to understand, your battle has nothing to do with what you're on your offense. Your battle has to do with how much you're able to stand and be in defense. Click the next slide for me. Psalms 94, 22 said, but the Lord is what? What is the Lord? The Lord is my defense and my God is the rock of my refuge. So your refuge is God and your defense is who? God. So let me ask you something. Who are you defending? (laughs) that's why Paul said why are you still arguing you still arguing people are you not like mere humans he said you should be teaching but you still arguing on the lower level you still dealing with lower level uh, uh, movement you still dealing with lower level adversaries that has nothing to do with what you're supposed to be in me how are you going to be mature but you still on a lower level argument Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, somebody say get out of lower level arguments. 
Come on, some of us need to, come on, you need to get out of lower level arguments. You get, the, the, the enemy can trigger you. He, listen, he micromanaging you by these arguments. He know you're going to be triggered. He's going to cause Geneva to call you, Bobby to call you, everybody calling you to just, because he knows your triggers. Because you still, you still got, uh, oh, Lord, I hope I ain't say nobody's name. I always get in trouble with that, huh? He got all these people calling you to trigger you because you still want to keep a trigger. You know, somebody told me, Pastor, you know we all got buttons. I say, no, we don't, sweetheart. No, we don't all have buttons. And if you do have a button, you need to allow God to touch that button. But you don't just keep the button. I was crucified with Christ. What button is crucified? A dead man shouldn't be responding to that. Are y'all getting what I'm saying? So you are, you are operating on lower level arguments, not realizing that you're, you're, you're showing yourself of what you really believe. So you're defending something. I want y'all to hear me. You're still defending something. When I argue, I'm still defending something. Ah. So I'm going to ask you a question. When you argue, what are you defending? <laughs> yeah, see, See, the problem is you're still building a defense. That's why you're defensive. Because you're proving something. You, you still have a name for yourself that you got to uphold. All right. Mm-hmm. Go to the next one for me. Now, God never told you to fight any battle. So He never told you to fight any battle, not the way we think we've got to fight. I'm going to tell you what you, you're called to do. Ephesians 6, 10. Watch this. Finally, my brethren, and you can turn me down just, just a, a, a hair. Finally, my brethren, because my, my voice carries. Finally, brethren, thank you, Nanzo, be strong in the Lord and in the power of who might? Be strong in who? So you need to be strong in the Lord and in the power of who might? So what you defending? <laughs> Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. We do not wrestle. So the problem is it's not a fight. It's a wrestle. We do not wrestle against what? Flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in what? Heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be that you may be able to withstand the evil day. Now, this is hold on a minute. And having done all to stand, not fight. After you've done all to stand, guess what? Stand. Now, where in the Bible we heard, I lo, listen, I love spiritual warfare, but it is not the way, we, the context that we put it in. I'm in spiritual warfare. No, the problem is you haven't learned to withstand. Because what you're warring, it's easy to get off of you if you had the knowledge and understanding of what who he is in that. Y'all listen to me now. See, the problem we're not having is. We have learned to exercise spirituality outside of knowledge. 
So our whole goal is to fight. I'm fighting against the devil. What's going on? I'm being attacked by the devil. When he's telling you the only attack that you're having is what... What you're really attacking is the knowledge that you're holding, that something in you that's holding against God. Because remember, God don't tempt you. Ah. So whatever you're battling with has to do with you, not the devil. Do y'all know that God has already conquered the adversary? If he's already conquered the adversary, your battle, God is not reconquering. Uh, we fight like God is rebuilding. He re he got to re take down the devil, and I got to re take down the devil again. And read no 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 no. Slow down, sweetheart. Let, let let's read. He said, listen, you're not wrestling against that. You you're really going to cast down. That's not this scripture. He said, but we cast down any imagination that comes against the knowledge of Christ. Also, if I knew the knowledge of Christ, I wouldn't be battling with the imagination that caused the war. Ah, <laughs> I'm telling you, boy, I, 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 I wish, you know, see, freedom is so good. This is why he called it the good news. But if you knew it, you know, you, you, see, I've been trying to figure out, God, why does it feel like this stuff ain't good? <laughs> I'm always fighting. God is saying, I've conquered the grave. I've conquered sin. I've conquered hell. I've conquered it all. You do not have to fight. I've carried it all. And because you carry me that carried it, you can stand in the life that I have because you stand in the debt that I have and you carry it all, the life and the debt. So I come that you might have life, not death. I didn't come that you struggle. I didn't come that you uh, suffer. I came that you might have life. And the life that you're going to have is based on the understanding of what I did. Can you say amen? So God has never, never, never called you to war with the devil outside of bringing his word above what he's doing. Now, when it comes to casting out devils, listen to this. That is because somebody gave place to the devil. And because of the authority that you have, you can tell the devil to come out of that place. But what is the wrestle? You're not fighting. You get what I'm saying? It's not like a, 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 a war type war move you're warring you out of the mindset it's not like listen you're gonna war sometime in a sense that you're trying to you're trying to get out of that thought process of, of, of sin and hell and all that uh, uh, the things that you feel that you have to be accepted by that's your war how you see you is your war god never left you but the gospel, the, the, the culture of church has taught you as God left you. Come on, somebody say, God never left me. Come on, he never left you. Hala brokos tungatai. God never left. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. 
So the war that we have is to learn to what? Stand. To learn to withstand and to stand. And having done all to stand. Don't start fighting yet. Just stand. Because when you stand, watch this, you're, you don't have to prove you. You're, you're proving to whoever that is that I am not going to, I'm not regulated to help you in your flesh. To, the Bible says, if, if, listen, if the blind leading the blind, if, if, if the adversary leading the adversary, if I, you talk the negative, I talk, who wins? If a kingdom is a divide, if we both in the darkness, who winning? You argue, I argue, y'all still walked off with your own perspective. So who won out of that? Well, I was the better Christian because I told her a little better. But I I tried. The problem is you're trying and not becoming. Christians, I, I, I always tell you, stop trying and learn to become. You don't try to do the gospel. You become the you become who he called you to become. I don't try to minister uh, uh, and, and, and make it right with people. And when they offend me again, I tried God. No, 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 no. God is saying when you have gotten the gift, you're not needy to get their response in the first place. So it doesn't matter what they did. Did you do what I told you to do and learn to stand in me? Instead of operating and speaking from lower level adversarial movement that has nothing to do with what I called you to be and become. That's what the adversary tried to do with Jesus in the garden. Y'all thought it was about something, something else. But what he was trying to do is make him mismove from his voice, not God's. That's why your life should never be. The movement of your life should never be because of what the devil is doing. It should be because of what God is saying. You're not led by the adversary. You're not led by problems. You're led by the spirit of God. The problem with many of us, we're led by the problem. So our life is dictated to the problems that we have. That's why need is dangerous. Ah, Jesus, see, I I, got to be careful because there's so many levels, ways I can go here. That's why need is so dangerous. David said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not. That's why one is dangerous. Because the adversary knows what you want and he loves to advertise and make you move based on his word, not the Holy Spirit. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. The problem is you still have a want that you don't know that God is all things in. And when you believe that he's all things in, all your wants, all your needs, you look for him, not for nothing else. You don't consider anything else. God is looking for a body that won't consider anything else. So your fight is not against flesh and blood. Your fight is not against people. Your fight is to learn to stand. And when you learn to stand and haven't done all to stand, somebody say stand. Which means if I'm not standing, I'm not, watch this, I am. I have not learned. Go to the next scripture before I say this. James 4, 7, 10, watch this. Therefore submit to, read this with me. Therefore what? Submit to who? God. Resist the 
devil and he will flee. Now, let me ask you something. Did he say he was going to flee because you fought? Where, where did the flea come from? Oh. Oh, it was just standing and resisting? No, it can't be that easy. Y'all, y'all stop playing with me. It can't be that easy. You're telling me all I have to do is learn how to just withstand and stand and know he's God. He's saying submit to God and resist the devil and he will what? Flee, which means the fleeing of the adversary comes with you understanding who you are and you're able to resist everything that he tried to tempt you with. The adversary cannot do anything to you because he's already he's already done. He only can do what? Tempt you. He only can make you make him get license. <laughs> you know, we gave him license. You gave him a foothold. You gave him a little yeast. Humble yourself on the sight of the Lord and he will what? Lift you up. What he's saying is, listen, your level of submission or your level of resistance will always be to the level of your submission. Write that down. Your level of resistance will always be to the level of your submission. The problem with many of us is we haven't submitted to God, but we submit to things in the world. And when you submit to things in the world, when problem come, you're going to respond like those things that you submitted to. So what's really happening is your, your, your response of the world is showing where your submission really is toward. Are y'all getting this? Having done all to stand, stand. The shield of faith is God. The helmet of salvation is God. All of it is the word. It's all in the word. Are y'all getting what I'm saying? Your level of resistance will be proven by your level of submission. That's why the Bible says, watch this. You have not even come to the point of resistance to the point of bloodshed. I believe in Hebrews. He said, listen, you have not learned to, to even resist to the point of bloodshed. So this whole thing was about your level of resistance. Because if you haven't learned how to resist, watch this. You could be defending yourself in a lower moratorium that you don't know that the adversary is prompting you to do. So he can wear you out in in, in lower level responses that has nothing to do with your purpose. So because he knows when you're responding like that. The energy that you have to get and grab mentally, emotionally, spiritually to respond to them, to say something back, to do all it. And your whole day is, you ever argue with somebody your whole day? I'm just, you know, I'm done for the day. You, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm going home watching a movie. I, come on, get my ice cream, sweetheart. Uh, make me something. Y'all done messed me up today. You, so you took your whole day out of God because of what they did. I, so who's really leading your life? Who's really, listen, where's your commitment really? So the adversary knows how to to, to purge your commitment. You're not a slave to God, you're a slave to. Somebody say, learn to master your day. What has been mastering your day? Issues, problems, what the adversary is doing? are, are Are you allowing the spirit of God to lead your day? 
you all messed up in your mind day by day, every day. You, you want to take a step forward and feel like you're taking five steps back because you're, God is trying to root out those things in you that you feel like you have to defend yourself, that you feel like you have to run after, that you feel like you have to fight for. I got to show them. I got to prove to them. And God is saying, rest and be at peace in me. Be anxious for nothing, but in all things, with prayer and supplication. Watch this. With thanksgiving. See, we missed that one. Because if you haven't met thanksgiving yet, you haven't met him yet. Uh, if you haven't met thanksgiving yet, you haven't met God yet. If you're praying and you don't meet thanksgiving, you still don't see him. Because he's that good that he'll say, if you saw me, you'll be so thankful. Allah, bro, so cool. You'll be so thankful. We are teaching people prayer and they come out of prayer and they go on live TV and say, I'm still depressed, but we are still Christians. It, God doesn't like that stuff. He's saying, listen, there's nothing wrong with being depressed, but don't go on live TV talking about as if that's my name with that. No, you need to stay and learn. You need to stay and get built up in the most holy faith. And then when you come on live TV, you tell them who your God is. But you do not put it as if I'm that. No. No, 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 no. I know that's the brand of today, and people get mad. I know I'm going to get haters. I'm going to get emails, too. And they're going to wait, wait, you know. No, 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 no. Listen to me. God has something he's trying to say, and he's saying, don't you put my name with that stuff. He said, perfect love cast out all, not some, all fear. So you're telling me you're still in fear, but you're still in perfect love? Ah, get out of it. I'm not down in your fear, but don't masquerade that it's as if you have all of God. You don't. I would rather you say, I don't understand this live when you're going to say that I'm still a Christian. But don't make it acceptable. Are y'all getting what I'm saying? Do you know, uh, uh, can I step on some toes real quick? Do you know a person not even supposed to be necessarily ministering? If they haven't mastered the elementary principles. What did we just talk about in mastery? See, but we ah. Paul said, let those who are mature, who's ready for ministry. There's a readiness for ministry. So if you're still dealing with those things, you haven't sat long enough under somebody spiritual. You've been organizationally structured. You haven't been spiritually structured. Because if you've been spiritually structured, the spiritual person either knows how to cast that thing out of you, he knows how to walk you through the process, or he knows how to walk you along where you, ah, let's, let's understand this so you can be set free. So let me back up out of that. You, you can come to greater classes for that. So he's telling you to what? Resist. Somebody say resist. Your problem is not what the devil is doing. Your problem is you learning to stand and know he's God to learn to resist. God is your defense, not you. You're waiting for somebody to defend you. Somebody say, God is my defense. 
That's why I don't understand believers. You read the scripture that says, if God is before you, who can be against you? And in the same lane, in the same structure of sentence, you go to say, well, they holding me back. Nobody can hold you back. Wait, which one is it? Come on, somebody tell me. Which one is it? Is it God before me? Then who can be against me? Or is maybe just, well, this one right here, they, they can make me, you know. Tell the unbeliever which one it is. They want to know, is it God this or he is this? Tell me. Come on. I, I, if I'm an unbeliever, can you tell me which, what I'm supposed to believe? Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Y'all done got me riled up. I'm trying to teach. The might of your fight is to know what you're carrying. The might of your fight is to know what you are carrying. Christ, we we read the mystery. Christ in you. The hope. The might of your fight is to know what we carry because Christ enabled us. Listen, he's embedded in us. When we watch this, when we go into a fleshly defense. We just crossed over into a law defense. Y'all hear me. I, I know these things are deep. You might catch it going home. When you. When you come into a defense, you just went into a law defense, which means you jump right back into the law to prove you based on the law, not based on Christ. The Bible says Jesus made no name for himself, just submitted himself. And God lifted him up. So every time you're trying to defend yourself, you're saying to yourself, I have to show who I am so you can approve me. Not knowing I am only me because of the grace. I am what I am because of the grace of God. Ah, oh, y'all don't hear me. I didn't even get you. The reason why you're talking about me because I must become something good. That, that, that you're only talking because it's something that's bothering you that that I am that you might want to be. But I want you to know, sweetheart, you might be fussing with me. You might not like me. You might be cursing me out. But I want you to know what you're talking about is the person who is that he is because of the grace of God. So if you don't like me, you really don't like. Uh, I'm trying to tell y'all. See, people get mad at people of God, and they don't know they're not fighting you. They're fighting God. They they thought they were fighting Moses, and God rebuked him and said, when you talk to Moses like that, you're talking to me. Because Moses is only doing what I told him to do. Which means if you're walking your divine assignment and somebody comes against you, they got to understand they're not coming against you. They're coming against God. You step into another realm. 
you better be careful how you handle me. Because I got about to ask God, Lord, forgive them for what they do not understand. Father, forgive them for, come on, see, that's when you've matured. When people are against you, they say, Pastor, oh, Lord, forgive them for what they, they do. They know what they're not, they do. They don't know what they're doing, Lord. Help them. Forgive them, please. Forgive them. They don't understand. Don't, don't, don't harm them. <laughs> they don't understand. Because they don't understand. They're getting in your way. They're not getting in mine. Because watch this. I don't have a way. See, the problem is you still have a way. <laughs> He said, I am the way. I am the truth and I am the life. I, what, what, what happened to your way? Oh, you got a way now. It is Christ who gives us the will and the do. So where's your will? Somebody said, God is after my will. Which means if you're not in your own will, you, you better check if people in the, if, if they're in Christ's will, you better be careful. You got listen to me. The Bible says it is Christ who gives us the will and the do, which means I don't have my own will in the first place. I don't have my own do in the first. Well, follow your heart. It is God who gives you the desires of your heart. Isn't it interesting how everything in the Bible is talking about God giving it to you? But because the culture have taught you that you're living in your own self, but you're in Christ. How does that work? Can you say amen? Uh, I'm trying not to go too far here. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I am perfectly and wonderfully made. I am beautifully and wonderfully made. You know, I'm going to go off off, off strip for a second because I, I want you to understand even when we talk about rebuking the flesh and casting down the flesh, I want you to know that God loves your flesh. He don't like carnality, but he loves your flesh. He was taking the Israelites to the promise, not for spirituality. He was taking them so they can enjoy in their You marry on earth, not for spirituality only, but you marry to fulfill your God loves when you are enjoying life because you are flesh being. Does God love your enjoyment? He created it, right? He said, I knit you together. For you are beautifully and wonderfully. He's talking about knit something together. I I knit your flesh together. And God says, son, you know, talk about the flesh, but I want you to bring context to what you, when you say flesh. Because people have been rebuking their flesh of what they see that you're saying, God, that you're really calling them to see so they can have a desire. They, they can want something. God wants to fulfill some things in your life. Can you say amen? So it's not necessarily, listen to me, listen to me. Because God needs your flesh to do the work on the earth. That's why he told you, I wish that you'd be in good health. I need the flesh. Oh, see, I told y'all too spiritual. This is the problem with you. We, we, don't, we don't look at the Bible. Why you need to be in health if you don't need your flesh? Eat all the yams, the candy yams, the potato salad. Ooh, that sounds good, actually. Might as well go get some eggs after this. Watch out now, them baked beans. Woo, Jesus, come on, stay in the spirit there. You, you understand? See, but the problem is we've learned. 
When, what, and we're double-minded in it. You know, we like some things of the flesh, but some things we like, no, that's the devil in us. It's not that he's rebuking this flesh. He's saying when you live from a carnal place of the flesh and it's leading your flesh to a place. When you're leading by the desires of the world in flesh. But he loves your flesh. He needs your flesh. Because when your flesh prosper, everybody looks at you and say, who God you worship? Oh, that's not in your Bible. Somebody say he's restoring all things. Come on, somebody say he's restoring all things. He said, I'm restoring all things to myself in heaven and on earth. But let me ask you something. If he's restoring all things to himself in heaven and on earth and he's in you, who's he restoring it to? Uh, see, uh, yeah. uh, so who is he restoring it to? But you keep telling him to keep it because it's carnal. I don't I ain't, I ain't trying to do that. The problem with what we're not understanding is God is trying to play his card. I came to restore this thing back to me. And I'm sending my sons and daughters to take it. And because they're in me. And because they're, they're watch this, they're seeking me by default. All things are going to be added to them. Why did he say all things are going to be added when you stay in him? If it wasn't about all things added. Y'all walk, walk with me here. He said, seek the kingdom and all these things will be added. Why is he telling you all these things will be added? If it wasn't about the things need to be added. So what I'm trying to tell you is because we've watched this in, in the culture of church, we've heard two extremes. We've heard so much of the prosperity extreme, and I say extreme because there's no biblical spiritual balance. Oh, we heard the extreme of only spirituality, but you don't need no stuff. And that's an extreme too. When God say, I'm all, I'm that too. I'm that and that, and I want you to merge it. I want you to know the full gospel. That's called the good news. And when you learn to live from me, I am in you and you are in me. When you learn to come into me, when everything is restored, it's bringing it back to me, which is I, me, me, me. Somebody say it's coming back to me. It's coming back to me. I, I'm going to get you out of here. I'm sorry. I, I know the kids in here. Hallelujah. So, so God is trying to tell you that you have to learn to stand because your standing proves what you're believing. Your standing proves that you don't you're not looking for an identity from nobody, but you have one. Your standing proves. Let me tell you all something. Some most of the things that are going on in the world, people come to you like that is just to prove you. Have you ever let, let me ask you a quick question. Have you ever had somebody come and accuse you and, and beat you up and then come back as if nothing happened? <laughs> you ever had that? You're like, you bipolar or something. What? Did we not argue? Be- watch this, watch this. Because what we didn't understand, we didn't fight against flesh and blood. There was something that triggered them to push you to see where you was. It wasn't about them. So whatever was in them was to try to prove you, to show you that you didn't believe what you really believed. Y'all missing it. See, most of the stuff that people do to you is to show you that you don't believe what you say you believe. 
has nothing to do with them. The Bible says the enemy cannot sleep without making somebody fall. So who in them is making them trying to make you fall? It had nothing to do with them. Let me get out of here. All right. <laughs> so, so I want you to understand it's about standing. Somebody say stand. Now, standing has to do with you hearing the word of God. Somebody say, hear the word of God. Go to the next scripture for me. Come on, I got two more. I'm, I'm going to get through this. Go to the next one for me. 1 Corinthians 14. Now, watch this. 1 Corinthians 14.10. There are, it may be, so many kinds of languages in the world, and none of them is without significance. Therefore, if I do not know the meaning of the language, shall be there a foreigner to him who speaks. And he who speaks will be a foreigner to me. Now what Christ is saying is, the reason why you don't have an ear to hear, that you may stand against the wiles of the adversary, that you can stand is because you're still a foreigner and you're not having an ear to hear what I'm saying. What are you listening to? Who are you listening from? Give no place to the adversary. Who are you listening to? Who's making you consider beyond my word? That's why I said Wednesday night, be careful of Christians who are highlighting the power of the adversarial uh, uh, movements, the, even viruses, sicknesses. If they highlight that more than Christ, there's a problem. It's showing that they're, they're pushing. They're, they have become spokes, spokesmen for uh, the wrong kingdom. Rather than teaching people how to grow up and believe and receive what the Bible is saying, they're teaching you how to fear more what's going on in the world. When the Bible told you, if you try to save your life, you're going to lose it. Tell your neighbor, come out of hiding. Come out of hiding. Yeah. Come on, tell your neighbor, come out of hiding. Yeah. This is not a time to be hiding. It's a time to be manifesting. It is not a time to be hiding. It's a time to come out and know who's, who your God is. How would they know your God if you're hiding like everybody else? Woo! Talking fit. I mean, like, like I said Wednesday, you don't know no channel. Every channel sounds the same. Even a Christian channel sounds just like the news. I ain't got no hope. The only hope I got is to sit down and read the Bible. But because we've allowed a place to the adversary, we've allowed a place to the devil, we've not allowed God to open up the power of salvation. Somebody say his power. It's his power. It is his power. Don't diminish his power and don't let no power be above his power. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? The power of his salvation. That's why Paul was trying to tell us, don't preach a salvation only of his death if you don't know his resurrection. He said, if he didn't rise, what are we really preaching? What does the risen Savior has to do with your preaching? The risen Savior is the only possibility that you have on earth to rise. So don't misunderstand this, because if people preach the death, but they don't know the life, that's also a danger. That's why he was rebuking them, saying, hey, listen, what are you talking about that he hasn't risen? But they believe that he died. 
There's a people on earth that believe that he died, but they don't know about his resurrection. They're not confessing his resurrection. That is, that is, watch this. It comes in danger of unbelieving. The Bible says if they believe in their heart and they confess with their mouth that he died, watch this, they didn't stop there, and rose again from the dead. So if you put the death there only and people are preaching the death and they don't finish it, they're preaching a false gospel. They're preaching a false gospel. And that gospel is what makes the gospel to no effect of the one that he's told you in the Bible, that they say the words but to no effect and it make people run away from the gospel. They preach it to no effect. It's no effect. The only effect that you know of Christ is his power. Somebody said the power of his salvation, which means salvation is powerful because of the power that's behind it. It's the power that's behind the salvation. It's the power that's behind the grace. It's the power that enables you beyond your own. Build yourself up in the most holy faith and you, you, you can walk in that power. Somebody say, I want to walk in that power. Come on, say, I want to walk in that power. Last scripture, hit that last one for me and we'll get out of here. I want you to understand. He said, don't be a barbarian. Stop speaking different languages. If you're not speaking Christ's language, be careful and move out the way. If you can't speak what I'm speaking, if you're not saying what I'm saying, get out of the way. Today, people got to be careful. You need to make sure that you're saying what the word is saying. If it doesn't say it in the word, get out of it. If it doesn't say it in the word or in your mind, get it out your mind. It is if it's not in the word. This is why your Bible says, if tell the weak, don't you tell listen, tell them if they're weak, say I am strong. Tell them if they sick, say I'm healed. Tell them if they're poor, say I am rich. Because it's not only believing, it's what they're confessing. You better be careful what you confess. Well, maybe ah, get that out of there. Let them say. It's not denying what they is. They know their position. Listen to me. You're not, listen, you're not saying it's not there. You're just saying I'm about to speak over and another power is going to take over. I'm not telling you to lie. You're like, Pastor, no, I feel that. I I know you got that. Nobody told you to lie. You got to lie to God. But what he want to show you is I'm going to give you an example of my power over what what you're dealing with. So while you're poor, I want you to stop proclaiming poor and start practicing the word that you're rich. And as you keep practicing the word, as you keep coming into the knowledge of the word, you're going to start entering in the rich. I I, I know you're sick, but you, you see, you're not speaking loud enough. Sickness is a power, is it not? Virus is a power, is it not? Is alive. Now, how do we know more about alive of a virus, but we don't know the life of Christ? So, listen to what I'm saying. He's trying to tell you the life of Christ is more powerful than the life of the things that are going on in that mortal flesh. Watch this. But because you're still defending yourself, ah, watch this, and you're still taking up, now we're getting back to the word, you're taking up for yourself, you, watch this. You got to keep yourself 
under quarantine. <laughs> you got to keep yourself healthy. You got to keep it. But when you learn to come into Christ, now it's me that defends you. Now it's me that tell your body to shut up. Now it's me that tell you that I am the Lord your God. And I have come to tear this thing down. He did not consider his body even unto death. I've learned the devil can't touch a dead man. Find the places where your will have not surrendered to die and get the life of God, but you still get in the life of yourself. God has always been after the will of man. He's after the what? Because he knows what you don't give him, you haven't surrendered yet. And there are many things that in our life, watch this. This is what, this is what y'all don't understand about the Bible. When we talk about, this is why he even said sin is perfect in a sense of the context of what he what was talking about. He was saying sin's supposed to point to show you how much you need him. Wow. Yes. So the objection of sin, when you mess up, it wasn't supposed to you go back and deeper into you. It was supposed to show you where you were really standing. And that's a blessing because it shows you, God, you know what? I'm not really that strong, so I need to trust more in you. <laughs> Ephesians 4, 29. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is necessary, watch this, for edification that it may impart grace to the now, what is grace? What did grace do to you? Grace give you favor. What does grace do to you? Helps you grow. Watch this. Let me make it simple. Grace the, is, is the empowerment of God upon you. It empowers you to do what you can't do in you. That's what grace is. That's why the Bible says live in the grace of God, that power, not your own, because you're going to wear yourself out. So grace is what? Power. It's his ability, his power in you and upon you to do what you can't do yourself. So he's saying that you may impart that power in others. So when you're preaching the gospel, you're supposed to be feeling empowered. How many of y'all feel empowered this morning? You're like, hey, you know what? This devil ain't gonna mess with me no more. Right, come on, see that that you're in power. Now you're going home. You're telling the devil, uh, 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 turn it off. Uh, 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 I'm not believing that anymore. See, you're empowered to do what you couldn't do before. So what's going on is I am imparting grace to you. But the same way I can impart grace to you, you can go there and they impart fear into you. You will live on the basis of what's been imparted. All right. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God who when you're sealed from the dead resumption. So God is saying, base, watch what you're saying and you'll show what's going in. Listen to what you're saying to yourself. You can put it on something uh, uh, nice, nice for me, uh, Nanjo. Listen to what you're saying to yourself. And you will reveal to yourself what you're allowing in. Somebody said, listen, we all do it. Somebody, sometimes the confession to myself, I'm like, God, this ain't you. Come on, we, we get there. I, I have to check myself. Ah, this ain't you. Come on, I'm supposed to be pastor. What is, 
Get your head together. Honey, I'm going to pray. I need to get, watch it. I need to get my mind to equal up to what he's saying. Some of the stuff that's going on in my mind is not saying what he's saying. And if you stay there long enough, you start getting compromised in what you believe. And if you start believing that, you start building doctrines about what you believe. And the listen, that Wednesday night, I told you, I got that that morning. God shook me. It felt like my body was shaking. I said, God, what in the world have I been believing? What, what allowed that to come? God is not rebuking what you believe. He's saying, listen, fix what you believe. If it doesn't say what I said, you haven't repented yet. The only thing I told you to speak at is as an oracle. I've never told you to speak anything else but oracle. So if what your word is saying is not what I said. Don't cast off what I said. Learn to grow up into what I'm saying. We're not knocking you down, but grow up. Instead of growing up in what I didn't say, learn to grow up in what I'm trying to say and what I am saying. How many of y'all believe God is a healer? How many of y'all believe God is a deliverer? No, this is the thing. If you don't see it, you don't blame God to fix his word to fit you. You grow more into him and learn more of him. Let me show y'all how the adversary works so hard. Watch this. Isn't it interesting? We have one Bible. One Bible. How many Bibles? How many Bibles? But when things happen in our life and we want to seek it out, we'll study 10. Listen, think about it. Think about that. We'll go to college and study 20. We read 50, about 100 books. And we got one Bible. You know what's keeping you from mastering that? There is something there that you're considering. There are other considerations that are working that you think that can maybe can help you. Every morning I've learned to get life. I got my phone because I use it as my Bible. And I read scripture after scripture. And watch this. It's not my reading scripture that empowers me. It's the word that he's speaking to me in what I'm reading. He said, oh, so, and, I'm, and what I'm doing, watch this, watch this. I'm gaining life. Somebody say, I'm gaining life. When you gain life, death can't stay. When you gain life, wherever the foothold came in, it got to get out. Let the life of the word come into it. It is alive and well. The same power that you trust that that can do. Why not believe that this power can do even more and abundantly and above on top of that? This is a kingdom war. This is not you talking about your issue. This is about a kingdom. When you say that thing has more power than God, you're talking as if God's kingdom. God is looking at, oh, how you see my kingdom? Oh, you're seeing me. (sighs) 
Somebody say, I'm coming into the truth. Come on, say, I'm coming into the truth. God wants to live inside of the life. Stand to your feet. The life that you now live is in the Christ Jesus. The life that you now live is in Christ Jesus. You are not carrying another cross. He said, I have, watch this, I have been crucified with Christ. What are you talking about? How can I be crucified with Christ? Ah, he said, because you are a carrier of Christ. You've already been crucified. So why are you trying to be crucified again? They have taught you to crucify again. When the Bible says you've already been crucified with him. So all you have to do is come up into understanding of what's already been crucified. I'm a carrier of the crucifixion, and because I carry of crucifixion, I'm also a carrier of the life of Christ. You see why the adversary can mess with us? Because we don't know. That's why he said, be not ignorant of his what? Watch this. It wasn't about his power. The, the, let me tell you something. The devil has no power. He already took it. He, watch this. The only power he has access to do to us is what we allow based on the devices. It's the devices. The device that you don't know is what he have a leg in. Because if you knew that device, while everybody running crazy, you got a smile on your face. See, sometimes I'm smiling inside, but people, because I don't want nobody to rebuke me. You, 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 you know, and then you're not smiling because you, you, you feel hurt for people, but you got to understand. God is telling you, I, I, see, let me tell you all something. Don't allow somebody issue to make you go into a deficit to misbelieve what God has already told you to believe. I can be compassionate to you, understanding to you, but I'm not going to go in, in there with you. I can have compassion. I'll have a handout to you, but I can't enter into that place. With you. Somebody bought me a video. Say, watch this, watch this. It was something about, you know, the, you know, we got the, the, the power movements and all that. I say, ah, I'm, I'm good, I, you know. Unless you brought some context to the Word of God, I, I, I'm okay. I'm, watch this. You looking for something? I already found. So I, I, I think I think you think I'm still looking, but I'm so sorry. I have already found the life. I have already found the way. I have already found the truth. I have already found. Ah, y'all don't hear me. I have already found. I've been found. So sorry. Thank you for the video, but I'm not looking anymore. I've already found him. In fact, I, you know what? Before I found him, he found me. Before I found him, he found me. It is the good news of the gospel. It is the good news of life. It is the good news. Thank God. Come on, somebody have thankfulness in your heart. Thank you, Jesus, for saving us. Thank you that I don't have to struggle. Thank you that I don't have to be sick. Thank you that, come on, today I'm going to be healed because of what I know he did. Thank you, Jesus.
God said, I'm restoring my body to know who I am. If they can know what I really am. I hear their cries, but if they only knew what I did, they can awaken themselves. I am your defender. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I am your defender. Come on, sometime that thing rising you and you want to fight and defend yourself so much so that you want to cry because they don't understand. You 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 want to share, you want to show your heart and show what you feel. But God is saying stop it and know that I'm God. Stop it and you don't have to defend yourself. Stop it, know that I am God. Sometimes you can't find peace. Stand still, know he's God. Peace I give to you, the peace that passes all understanding, which means they won't understand that you stand in it. Stop making people understand your peace. They, the Bible says they won't understand it. They're gonna be they want you to come into their lack of peace, but you stand in the peace that will pass their mind, that will pass their understanding. You stand in this peace. Come on, lift your hands. God is giving you peace right now. Hallelujah. 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 Mandala Come on, thank him. Come on, thank him. Let the weak say I am strong. I want you to declare what you are, not what you're not. I want you to declare where you're going, not what you're not. I want you to declare who he is to you, not what you're not. Come on, tell yourself you're healed. Tell yourself you delivered. Tell yourself he is your way maker. He is my defender. He is, he is, he is. And I am not moving out of this place. Steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the glory of God. I'm going to be steadfast this time. I'm going to be steadfast. <laughs> Turn it up for me, Nanzo. Mandala Hey God, thank you. Hey God, your goodness. Hey. I didn't come to salvation to be broken. I didn't come to salvation to be busted. I didn't come to salvation to disbelieve my God. I came because he said I can have life. I came because he said I can be what I never thought I can be. You are beautiful. Jesus. Jesus, come on, God is waking you up now. Some of you, you've been asleep too long. You've been asleep under religion. You've been asleep under the synopsis of, of religion and witchcraft. You've been asleep under generational curses. You've been asleep under brokenness. You've been asleep under offense. And God is saying, I'm removing the veil. I need you to see. What is beautiful as Hallelujah. <laughs> Your Hallelujah. 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 Your lovely eyes of fire. Yes, God. Your lovely hair like wool. Yes, God. Yes, God. Some of you supposed to be prophesying by now. Some of you supposed to be teaching by now. 
Some of you are supposed to be training by now. But the devil has kept you in lockdown of your mind. God is saying, I have broken the curse. I have broken the bounds. You stop letting man deceive you. You stop letting man stop you. And go into what I called you to go. Come on, God is breaking the stumbling blocks. God is breaking the stumbling blocks. God is breaking the stumbling blocks. You're our one desire. Hallelujah. Only you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, I have confidence in him in me. I can because he told me I can. I know you don't have to, but come on, come on, I want you to start learning and say, I don't need nobody to believe in me. He already does. I, I, come on, I know I've been looking for encouragement, but today I found him. I found my encouragement. I found my, come on, encourage yourself in the Lord. I've been waiting for this day. I'm going to learn to encourage myself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Your name Thank is you, Jesus. Oil Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Really quickly, really quickly, with every eye closed, with every hand lifted. If you say this morning, that I, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm going to learn and stand on the truth only. And I'm breaking. I'm, I, come on, I want you to pray with me to break this thing off of me. I'm tired of cycling. I'm ready to go for it. I want you to come up here real quick as a sign that you're breaking through. Come on, this is your day. You are going to break through. Everything that you've been taught, everything that you've been cycling in, it must be broken. That is not the truth of the gospel. Yes, God. Did I roast Yes, God. 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 Find that heel song a little more upbeat. Come on. 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 I will follow your word, God. I'm tired of cycling year after year. I'm supposed to be further than this. I've been letting man dictate to my destiny. I've been letting anger dictate to my destiny. I've been letting people dictate to my destiny. But today I'm going to be free indeed. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. <laughs> it's your goodness. It's your goodness. People of God, it's in you. Somebody needs the life inside of you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Shashala Mostu Rosta. Blake Dalamandala Rosita. Shandalam. Yes, God. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, you are, God. 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 Hallelujah. Oh 